Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Breaking news means emergency show. What's up, everybody? I'm Guy from his phone. Looks like poolside, maybe. That's Middlecoff. Johnny Trades. And uh, it is Friday evening, live on YouTube and new to the podcast feed. And John... How did you find out? You. Me? I got to break the news to you? Yeah. You know, when when I'm out of the house, we got no Twitter on our phone. We try to, uh, you know, be present in our daily lives. Mm. Instagram, I, I try to use that as a similar news. It's not the same, obviously. It's not as Schefter prioritizes one over the other, even though I think Pelissaro broke this trade. But same, even he does, too. I follow him as well. But you, Guy Haberman, Guy Schefter broke the news. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, I, yeah, I got a, I got a wow text. I was like, wow, what, what is wow? And wow is, uh, not just traded, John. I think the fact that Trey Lance got traded is not even the wow as, I mean, that's wow. Did I text you earlier today? I mean, we're recording this a couple hours before the game, uh, that there, I, I can't see him being there. Or was I texting maybe Dickinson or I don't know, maybe another Yeah, you texted text. me. I think we texted about that. And what's funny is like an hour ago, I was texting with a buddy. He was like, I can't wait to see Trey play tonight. And I was like, I don't even think Trey's coming tonight. No. that, that it, Kyle mentioned something on the about Brandon Allen or someone mentioned Brandon Allen recently, whether it was a Schefter, that it was like, yeah, this is this fucking thing's over. Oh, interesting. You know, as their third quarterback, they feel right. that, that role, which – they're not acting like he has more upside or talents, but that role is is not a Trey Lance role, which ironically, God, he's literally traded to the same scenario. It is the same freaking situation. The Cowboys are the Niners. Have a quarterback. Have a backup who isn't just like a random backup. The dude won games last year, kept him alive. I mean, well, the, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a different scenario in the sense that, like, their backup has played. Cooper Rush has played more snaps than Trey Lance has. Cooper Rush started five games last year. Cooper Rush has thrown a bu- 162 passes last year. He's thrown more passes in each of the last two years than Trey Lance has thrown. But it's and not he even went just one, John, when he started for them last year. Not just one game. Like, there was conversation like, and I, I'm guilty. <laughs> is there a big talent gap between the two of them? Regardless, Cooper Rush is, if you, if you and I just ranked true backup quarterbacks, removing the Niners, I think Cooper Rush would have fallen like a top five backup, especially when you look at. He, I think he makes a couple million dollars. He's he an makes, incredible deal. Uh, he met, yeah. Well, Cooper Rush, yeah. yeah Cooper Rush, uh, two million dollar cap hit this year. They can get out after this year, and a two point eight million dollar cap hit next year. Uh, but that to me, that was part of the shocking part. He didn't just get traded; he got traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth, which that part also surprised me. Right? I I thought he they might have to attach a pick to him. They didn't have to attach a pick to him, um, but I don't well, know. That, I mean, doesn't that tell you why he's on the Cowboys? And this is—I love it. This is a ruthless Belichickian. We're, this is not the best scenario. He's never playing there. It's imp- how does he ever? We, we talked about Atlanta, Tampa. How would he ever get in position to play? 
for all the people that were banging the table. And again, when I say all the people, a tiny subset of loud vocal minority on Twitter, uh, he's not playing for the Dallas Cowboys. So they, when they said that they're going to send him to the best uh, situation, BS, they sent him to a place where they got the highest pick as they should. They paid him $28 million. I think as Mayoko just tweeted and they, they, who else was offering a fourth round pick? Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, as one of my buddy, I had a buddy text me, John, who said the Cowboys are thinking, "Great, we just got him where we graded him, fourth round." <laughs> That's <laughs> funny, and it might be true. Um, I wonder if part of it is just like if I have to be a third string quarterback, I can't do that here. If I got to go somewhere else and kind of just start fresh, fine, but I'm not doing that here. Um, I think he would have accepted that pick. You know what I mean? Like if they said this is the option, I think his agent would have said, "Okay." Send us there. I wonder, you know, you said Belichickian, like, does it tell us anything about the Niners' fear level, right? We had talked about, would they send them to the Eagles? Would they send them to the Seahawks? Would they send them to um, a team that they think might be good? They just sent them to the Cowboys. That is the team that, you know, you feels like right now is on the short list, them and one other team that you kind of got to go through if you're going to win the NFC, uh, to a team with a franchise quarterback. Like, Dallas – has more of a franchise quarterback. I don't know, John, if you froze or not, but Dallas has more of a franchise quarterback situation than the one he was in here, right? This is, I, I don't, maybe he plays there. Maybe he plays there. His path to playing here, if he stayed here, I think was better than it is in Dallas. Now, maybe that's their cover and they didn't want him to stay, right? Maybe they were going to move him for Brandon Allen no matter what. But, man, it feels like Trey's path to playing is clearer as a Niner than it is in Dallas, um, given the history of Niner injuries, given that Purdy's coming off an injury, given that Darnold, who knows, he has an injury history and uh, has an expiring contract at the end of this year. Now, you know, by the same token, Dak's been hurt, and maybe what he's being told is, man, you can come beat out. We like you. You can come take Cooper Rush's job, but again, Cooper Rush went. Cooper Rush went. Full, let's look at the numbers here. What were Cooper Rush's numbers last year? And they, if they could keep, I mean, Cooper Rush, it feels like, has to be gone. Right? Check out um, Mayoko. Uh, Cowboys get him six two uh, six two five million, fully guaranteed for the next two seasons. So he will be more expensive next year than than Cooper Rush at two point eight. So you figure they're not going to have. They can get out of Cooper's contract. They probably will. They, they're going to have $5 million. Or what are they going to do? Um, so kind of an odd situation. Um, I'll bring uh, – John might be jumping back here in a second. Middlecoff, I was just saying, tell me what you think of this. Like My, my, I, my, phone, my phone overheated. <laughs> the take was too hot. The takes, the news. Um, it feels like his path to playing on the Niners was better than his path is to playing on the Cowboys. Uh, Cooper Rush is under contract. They can get out of it, as we said. But Cooper Rush last year, 58%, uh, five touchdowns, three interceptions. You know, maybe their just plan is that Trey Lance will be their backup quarterback next year, but that seems like a pretty big decision to make a year out before anything's happened. I don't even think it's that. I just think that, you know, they took your classic, like Al Davis, former premium pick, flyer, fourth-round pick, whatever, you know is more just like a stock trade than I, I saw zero scenario for him playing either way. He needs, he would need a combination of multiple guys to get injured, which 
I understand it happens with an, it's still a pretty rare feat. But I guess, but my point is in Dallas, they have a franchise quarterback. They might have one here, but they have one there. But oh yeah, one hundred like that guy, he's on scholarship, right? Forty million dollar scholarship. That that was my first reaction. It's harder to even get it. Like it takes a Dak injury. Like he ain't getting benched, right? I'm maybe that's not guy, the it, yeah, it, but it maybe was, it wasn't up to Trey. Maybe they were like, "You want to trade? Fine." Here's or maybe they wanted well, to trade. That, 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 that's my take. Is like part of it is very, they wanted the trade. They what? Say that again. The Niners wanted Brandon Allen to be their third quarterback and to trade Trey Lance. One thousand percent, not debatable. They are telling you they don't want this guy on their team. They don't think he fits the role that he, in their mind, earned and was going to be. And they traded him for the highest pick they can get. They didn't give a shit where he went for on his side, right? Because this is not – even if he went to Tampa, you'd be like, well, even if they go to Trask after Baker, they could go short leash on them all, right? There's no – this team, wouldn't you say the Cowboys have the exact same urgency – Every game matters. Trying to win a division, you could argue it's even more because of how intense that division has a chance to be. Where the Niners, it's just Seattle, and let's face it, I, I think they respect Seattle's even some of their rookies that they've added now. But three zero last year against Geno, right? Russell's a different animal. Like they're not. I don't think the Niners are looking at the, the Cowboys' division, let alone just their schedule in general, right? I think worst coach too. By I mean not I think I. I know he won a championship, but more on un- hot seat head coach, by the way. But maybe it's not the head coach that liked him, right? It could this could be an owner trade as well. Well, the owner's the GM who has a lot of job security. You noticed, remember I gave you a conspiracy theory? I checked because somebody tweeted at me. I'd forgot not forgotten, but Monday I said if he keeps making make, missing kicks, Moody's gonna have a hamstring injury. Well, it wasn't a hamstring, it's a quad. Moody is day to day. He's not kicking. Fr- We're doing this before the Friday night game. But you think he's I, a, you think he's faking it, or he's actually injured? I I mean, I think we have to be open to the possibility that it's a fake injury. I guess that didn't cross my mind, John. I mean, like if they're afraid that Zane Gonzalez, they'll just lose him. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is the conspiracy theory I gave you the other day was you have to trade trade to open up some room to sign a kicker. And I'm just saying, Moody gets announced hurt on the same day Trey got traded. Maybe it's just a coincidence. There are a lot of coincidences in life, but maybe yeah, it's I think not. The, I think the moment they leak that, which was clearly – I read uh, – I was scrolling through Florio. God, he's got – underrated if you just read his blog. I mean, he's got some fire takes. But one I, of I, them I, was, I haven't been on in a while. May I show well, it back? Just, yeah, just that's just where I kind of get my news, you know, because I – I do try for my mental health to avoid just Twitter sometimes to get news because there's so much other stuff there. So if I just go Florio meets Roto World that are now all intertwined, that I can just get foot, get the same NFL news. And he was he was using Isaiah Simmons, the dude that was Arizona traded. And he was like, you know, people around the league were like, this wasn't even broadcast. Like, we might have traded you a six for him or whatever. It was, yeah. it was just one of those that where they just – Almost like, did you just trade him to your buddy or something? Like, what, what What are we doing here? And this was the opposite. This was bat signal out, which is the way you do business for a guy. Like, let's face it. Let's no more fucking sugarcoating. They think he stinks. They think he is not remotely close to good enough. They think he's not remotely uh, 
I don't even know exactly how to verbalize it, but like set up to be the third string quarterback for that role, which is, which is a unique role. It's not, I, I know the Niners quarterbacks get injured a lot, but you don't view the third string quarterback as a guy that's really going to play. And I know everyone keeps hammering. Well, you have to, you, you can't, right? Or they just, I mean, you could make the argument, they just think Brandon Allen's a better player. Like if they had to play a game tomorrow against the Steelers, they think like, I think Brandon Allen gives us a better chance. I mean, all these, there's no way to argue any of this now, right? They think this guy, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this was year, what, what year is he going to? Year three? Three. Three, <laughs> John. Third three. Overall, they traded multiple ones. They said, get the fuck out of here. Think about that. Like, there, there's no sugarcoating, and they're going to do a, and listen, like, they're, uh, I think John and Kyle are good guys, and they're going to beat around the bush whenever they're, I mean, tonight they'll have to talk. I'm sure John will talk in the next 24 hours. Actions speak louder than words. They told you, anyone that's been critical, whatever I see, these people are haters. They told you. Like, no one thinks less of him than the 49ers in terms of football because they just don't think highly of him. I was, uh, John, I, uh, do you agree? Do you agree with that? Like, is that even arguable anymore? The, their view on this player that they had? To uh, yeah, I mean, I think they, you manage relationships and, I think it's clear that they didn't even, they were not even at the point where they really wanted, man, look, I know this situation sucks, but if you wait this out, we're really committed to developing you and making you as good as you can be. Right. Like, I don't think that was the message and it's, they've given no indication that that's how they feel, which was always my argument. Keep them around in case it develops into something, right? Just in case, what does it hurt you? But they're, they believe if they had to play, put it this way. And I know you've said that. (laughs) Like they think if they stepped into the NFC championship game again and Josh Johnson got hurt and they had two options, I think they'd rather play Brandon Allen than Trey Lance in that situation. Right. And remember Mike Silver telegraphed this thing three weeks ago. And I know (laughs) middle call from the fridge. And I know that uh, people still think Mike Silver doesn't know anything because one time he said they're going to draft Mac Jones, but I think we can go ahead and say he's all the way back off that. Like that was the stupidest thing I've heard in a while, and that's over. Big win for the big win for the Jays guy. Big win big for the win big for Jays. Jays. Middlecoff's got his phone in the fridge, by the way, because it's overheating. So I mean, it's just one ten. It, right it's it's, cra- it's crazy that it's reached. It's not crazy that it's reached this point. It's crazy that we're here. That the Niners' number three pick from three years ago is on the Dallas Cowboys now. While you were go- while while you're off for a second, I was saying, you know, you and I had the conversation the day about <laughs> does it matter where you send him. Uh, I guess if you send a player to one of your rivals, you're not overly concerned about it. And if you're them, they'd go, well, what are the safest plays to send them? Well, the places with franchise quarterbacks starting. I I also think the other part of this that a lot of people talk about that it just doesn't matter is the money. This money that you pay players now is monopoly money. It, it, It really is. It's it's money you didn't do anything. I mean, the Niners have been good, so they helped the league, right, generate money. But, like, the Niners got the same amount of money as the Texans last year from the league to pay the players. If you sell your house right now and you move somewhere and you make $500,000 on top of whatever you made in capital gains, that money doesn't actually feel real to you. Like, when we podcast and make money, it's like we work for it. Jed, like, what the money these people are paying these players – it's all to me. It's probably a, has never felt less like whatever. 
the only reason some of these people are stuck with players like a Kyler Murray or because the way it impacts the cap, right? But like the amount where it used to be, Papa told that story forever that like uh, Al Davis, and this wasn't even that long ago, didn't have the cash on hand to give Jamarcus what mm. they had to pay him. Mm. Like those days are so long gone. So the argument of like, I, you paid him all this, it doesn't, it's fake money to Jed. It's fake. It just, it's just there. In, out, in, out. And you know way more is coming. So I, I think that argument is so, so archaic. This league is now like, you know, at like European soccer levels at like Google and at, the amount of money flowing in and out, like it, that never factored in. The only factor of this conversation, in my opinion, was play. Do I think he's good? Where can we trade him? You know, or, or like, is it is it ever going to come back to bite us in the ass? We got to hold on to this asset, the player. And they told you everything they needed to know. And I really think we just need to keep rewinding it. Right? Kyle says ten days. What's he actually saying? Probably early in training camp, we had an idea. This thing was over. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I was talking to uh, a source today, John. Talking to a source today, and I said, uh, I said, did you think this is how it was going to play out? Like, did you think that, like, we'd be here? This is before the trade. And he goes, oh, yeah. I said, why? He's like, because when I walk around the building, know what people said at the beginning of training camp? Man, Sammy D can sling it. <laughs> I was like, they're calling him Sammy D? He's like, yeah, everyone's just like, God, Sammy D can really sling it. Like, I think, and here's the other thing this person said. He said, you know, Darnold kept getting better in training camp, and Darnold and Lance didn't keep getting better in training camp at the same rate that Darnold did. I was just one person's opinion who was around it. So, and, 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 I, and by the way, that? I, that's that that matches what I saw with my eyeballs. Well, and why would that be? One guy is new to it, just the pace of practice, the pace of the offense, the the verb. It, you just you should improve. Where the other guy has an enormous advantage, right? With just being around it, knowing what's expected, knowing the plays, and again, this all of us can have the you know, make our money, have an opinions and, and thoughts on football, the 49ers, whatever, can say whatever we want. Today, it's it's all kind of irrelevant. The Niners spoke for everybody. Like, their actions spoke louder than any human being is going to be able to give a take on this. They told you everything you need to know. They did. And, and they kind of did the other day, but because he was kind of still around, went home, it was hard to, like, what's really going on, right? Is he he's really going to play Friday? Like, no, that's crazy. We're, Gonna trade him, and then I heard John Lynch. The sound bite on KNBR was like, "That's not what we want to do." Like, who talks like that about a player? Nobody. Yeah. Not not a player. Would they ever be like, you know, IU? That's not something we want to do. Hell, well, remember the Debo? Yeah, we're hanging up on you. So the, as they should. This was a uh, quite a flip for the Niners, John, taking a third overall pick and turning him into a fourth round pick. Yeah, I mean, there's no way around. I have no problem saying it's an all-time embarrassment of a draft pick, of a decision, of a ROI on the investment, 100%. But it's hard to be like, when are they going to be? Because I even saw like Ryan Clark on GetUp was like, when are they going to be held responsible? For what, winning 13 games? Rattling off playoff victories? Beating the Cowboys last year in the second round? Kicking the shit out of Pete Carroll in the first round? Like what? Yeah, I mean, you get held responsible. You go seven and ten, we'll start asking questions. You go twelve wins again, went back to back AFC uh, NFC West champs. Seems like pretty good responsibility to me. <laughs> win now, league. Like, when's the Cowboys gonna? They just 
to have a third third string quarterback? Like you could argue, how does this trade make? We'll see how it plays out. But that was now maybe Jerry's like a fourth round pick at our level now with the talent we have, and I don't even. We'll be at the end of the I, fourth I think it's round. A yeah, I, I mean, it's a little weird. Butcherbox.com slash ham helps you make good decisions. Last night I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden it was homemade taco night. With Butcherbox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. Butcherbox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with Butcherbox because it's high quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience. Because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always. And you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff. Curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham. And you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Get on the Prize Picks app, just like me, and use the code ham50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot. Tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. So get in on the excitement with Prize Picks. America's number one fantasy sports app. And you can get it on baseball, too. I've got some season-long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs. Uh, not off, not feeling great about Shohei less than 38.5 right now, but I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Prize Picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on Prize Picks, you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. I love it. It's Download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match of up to $100. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel. Vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tacovas, oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is like a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to Tacovas. Com, and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to Tecovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered, can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tecovas, and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear, and it's all kinds of Western staples. Trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted if you can't make it to a store 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. I got to tell you about the Eufy Video Lock. I've spent years trying to upgrade my security system at the house with one of those big name companies that, I'll be honest, sucks. I got the Eufy Video Lock and it's an automatic improvement. That's Eufy, E-U-F-Y, Video Lock. It's easy to install, just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required, and now I've got the keyless entry. I always go for walks. I don't want to take keys. I hate stuff in my pockets. I go without the keys. The fingerprint recognition lets me in in less than one second. There's no monthly fees. You have your recordings locally. You never have to pay for storage. I love knowing that doorbell ring was just a delivery. I don't have to jump up and get it. Or if I'm out of town, I can look. I can see the landing in front of the door and tell the neighbor, hey, do you mind swinging by and picking up something? I love the three-in-one video smart lock from Eufy, and you will too. So search Eufy Video Lock, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Can I tell you about my friends? Very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time. Game time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use Game Time. You just download the app on your smartphone, and you can search any event. Concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app. And uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But I think it goes back to what you said earlier. It's as simple as you liked them before, so you, so you, you had a chance to get them at a at a at a deal. I did not think the Niners were going to get a fourth round pick for him. Oh, when you text me fourth round pick, I was stunned, stunned. Still kind of am. So it shows you the Cowboys overpaid for the right. Because maybe in their mind, it's like if anything ever happened to Dak, how could we ever get a hold of something like this for relatively cheap? It doesn't work out, whatever. Pay him a couple million dollars in a fourth-round pick, fuck, who cares, right? 
So yeah, maybe you got to come beat out Cooper bizarre. Rush. I, I guess it's bizarre from the standpoint of like, don't expect the likelihood. If Trey Lance is playing, shit's got very weird in Dallas, right? In major injuries. I mean, it, there's probably what what percent chance would you put that he never plays a snap for the Cowboys? And that's this is what I keep going back to. He's in the same exact scenario. So if you are like yeah, one of those I mean, people beating the drum, he's how's he going to play? I think I I've watched the Cowboys play Ben DiNucci, and I I I if you're saying there's two, he's got two years to play a snap. I think he'll play a snap. I'm just talking this year because even by next year, then he's gone however many years without playing. But the way Danucci's played, it's taken shattered ankle and a fucked up finger or whatever from Dak. Like if he stays healthy, there's no – they don't go to the bullpen in Dallas. It takes a pretty major injury for Dak to come out of the to, of the game, right? Yeah, and even and even Danucci, I mean, that's three years ago. Like they haven't played three quarterbacks in either of the last two years. Cooper Rush played last year and the year before. In 21 it, and 22. And this gets back to what I was saying about if Dak does go down, they have just – they're not going to Trey Lance, right? Uh, no. So, it, it I just, think it's – it's they, he wanted out no matter what. I think that was part of it. And I understand the emotion of that. And they were happy to make it work. We I just can't, can't make – you know why this is the number one television show in America? Because most reality shows are clearly fake. You can't even make this stuff up. Oh, I caught two minutes of Big Brother the other day. It was un- I was like, why am I? Why is this on? This is so bad. Yeah. This and is a lot so of it, real. It's like it's probably scripted. It's like none of it. If I would have told you, even the year he was redshirting, guy, in two years, this guy's going to be traded to the Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. You're like, what? I know. Wow. All right. So we got is that a quick breaking news? Anything else, Dad? Should we keep going? Your phone's is there on anything? Fire. Is there any other angle we're missing here? I mean, you know, I guess the I, question... I do think they're going to get constantly asked, like, and I think they're going to get hammered as they should. Like, your actions just spoke that you don't think very highly of this player. So you can say over and over and over how highly you think of them, but clearly, and and maybe they'll use who knows, like. He demanded to be traded, but I, even then, like we've seen enough in the NFL, if you like a guy at that position, you'd be like, no, we'll figure it out. We've mended relationships. I just don't see how they're ever going to run around. And honestly, I'm speaking about Kyle, who is Mr. Quarterback, play caller. Like, you don't like this player. We get good guy, no issue. But the player, do you agree with that? Like, he can't run away from you don't think this guy's any good. I'm not expecting him to say that, but like he's, he, I think he's going to get asked about it. like, how do you feel? Like, how do you not Whoa. feel highly about this guy at all? Cause it's like, he can't go, well, we just traded to him place where we think he can get on the field. Cause people are like, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I think the quick Kyle, you clearly were wrong and you have recognized you were wrong. How were you so wrong? Like you weren't just kind of wrong. You drafted a guy third that you traded within two years. You were extremely wrong. You were as wrong about this as maybe you've ever been about anything. This is the most wrong you've ever been. How? What? Like, you just admitted to us. You just basically raised your hand and said, guys, I'm super wrong. Right? Because even so if you didn't like deny that you were wrong. Well, even if you didn't like RG3, which clearly they were, like, uncomfortable because their offense was different than the one that they had to run, it was 
undeniable before he hurt his knee, like he was an NFL starter, like legitimate problem, right? So oh, yeah. even if I mean, you, it's... That, that situation to me is, you're right, this is, it'll be, imp- well, it will be impossible because they'll never make another trade like this. Uh, clearly now they'll be gun shy, even if the opportunity presented itself. <laughs> yeah, I, John, I think that's like Eric on the stream says, don't act like everyone here, including the host, weren't banging the table for Lance. I, yeah, I was pro Lance. Absolutely. I think part of it is that it, it's not just that their process sucked and that they traded up to three, not knowing who they're going to get, but they did it in what is looking like an absolutely fruitless quarterback draft that any of the guys they could have taken at three would have been the wrong guy that Zach Wilson would have been the wrong guy. Justin Fields would have been the wrong guy and Trey Lance was the wrong guy for them. I think the difference of like people, you, me, whoever that were banging the table and just take a big swing. What do you got to lose? We've pivoted. I mean, I, I've been saying I don't think he's very good oh, for a while. To- now. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. They, they, which I understand, it's delicate. It's it's his team, right? You can't just come out and just publicly shit on a guy while he's on the squad. But I I, I don't expect them to do that. Like he's gonna keep giving us. I I, I bet he. You watch. It'll be. He's got some BS comments coming. And when I say BS, I just mean he'll like try to bullshit his way through instead of just. Honestly, if he just said, you know, myself, I think I speak for most of the good players on this team. He's just not good enough for our standards. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, respect that. He never will. Our, but our boy Juice came on, and what did he say? Like he's beloved. He's beloved as a guy. But I think I, I, everybody I love, was. I love Kyle. I love Kyle Juszczyk, but felt a little, little propaganda at the time. You, you think Kyle? You your your theory is Shanahan got Juice. He's like, I know you're going on with him. Make sure you help spread the gospel that we love Trey. I don't even think it's that. I, I just think there's a core couple guys that speak a lot, Kittle and, and Kyle, as they should. That They're linked in, in arms with Kyle, the messaging of say what you want uh, about the reports flying left and right. When I see reports from credible people, you know, John Lynch shot this down about Diana Rossini. It can't really be argued that she knows a lot of people in the NFL. So when she throws out that they have been talking about trading him for a long time this offseason, maybe seven years ago when she was NBC Diana or whatever, I would have been like, who's that? I'm sorry. Like, I'm giving her some credibility, and I'm saying they're telling the truth. Of course, John's going to say it's BS, but part of upping a guy's trade value is having your people that speak, not just your coach or your GM, but I would say use check and kittle speak the most. In the offseason, Rich Eisen's, whatever, McAfee's. Oh, Wilcox's phone's on fire. He's in the middle of talking about uh, report. I mean, the national reports and the local reports. And if you listened to the local reports, remember what – oh, you're back with McAfee. I was about to say, remember when Mayoko started the training camp by saying Sam Darnold's the most talented thrower of the football the Niners have ever had, but – I was just making the point that all the local and national reports have pushed pointed this way, but keep going. Was it Mayoko that said that they believed that he could be the next Steve Young, or was that was that Kyle? I don't know if he said. Did he say that? I remember his th- his quote was the most talented thrower the Niners organization has ever had potentially. Which I don't. You know, you can the semantics of the statement, right? You can take, like, we know who has the strongest arm in the history of the franchise, and it wasn't Y.A. Tittle. I mean, it was Colin Kaepernick. But I'd say by a pretty wide It wasn't wide John margin. Brody? 
<laughs> I would doubt it. It didn't see old John sling the rock, but I would say Colin would be the equivalent of a guy throwing 102. And I, I don't think they've ever had a guy throwing 96. And, and Sam, I, I'd say, yeah. I'd say Sam's a 96, 97 guy, but Alex definitely not. Montana historically was like, not was more Drew Brees. I mean, the way better version, but his arm. And I'd even say Steve probably more like Drew Brees too, <laughs> right? Peyton Manning, like that, those guys were not, they, they were accuracy, timing. Sam, I mean, that first throw that he made, I was like, damn, I get it. Shocked me and you. I'm telling you, I saw him in person. It blew me away. I got a couple other angles for you. Um, one thing Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have done very well, and they've been very committed to it, is and 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 Trey Lance, you'd say, has been one of their tests, right? Is if there's ever going to be a back channel blame game, I wanted this guy, he wanted that guy, I didn't want him, they didn't let me do what I wanted to do. Trey is a is probably the biggest test they've had in that regard. And they've had a lot of tests. The Jimmy situation was testy. Um, but if like we get, you know, this, this this is the kind of thing that if you are a seven-win team or you're on the hot seat, the reports start trickling out about, I didn't want him, but he did. Um, you know, none of that stuff has happened with them. And it's uh, if they get through it without that happening again, it would be another, I will say this about them. They are very committed to what they say they are when it comes to that. Well, if Mac had a bad year this upcoming year, even if the Niners, let's say, underachieved and it was a disaster, you can't really play that game, right? He wanted Trey. I wanted Mac. It's like, well, they'd kind right. of be stuck. Right. That's the one thing they didn't Fields isn't. Fields hasn't been good enough for anybody to claim I wanted him instead. Yeah, and I think it was pretty clear that it didn't feel like the 49ers operation. Kyle, I mean, not just excluding Kyle, it felt like the whole group was kind of in. Even though I felt like Fields was my scouting buddies. I mean, I don't – if you like football, if you watched him in college, you're like, shit. <laughs> right. I think he was a pretty intriguing prospect to a lot of people. The problem is and, – and maybe they're proven right because this is a big year for him – is I think once the coaches got involved, there was a lot of like – they don't they didn't think he saw it, the anticipation. I think the coaching community was hesitant on him. Look who drafted him, Matt Nagy, who, who taught him everything. Andy, talent, figure it out, right? Uh, other angle pressure, any more? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this. I I did have, they, they're going to play a game tonight and there's Brock is going to, their starters are playing and Darnold will play and weird shit happens to the 49ers. I'd like to see them get through this game. Part of me thought like maybe they'd play this game before they traded him just to make sure that they get to the preseason, uh, get through the preseason with all three guys. We'll we'll never know. I mean, unless it comes out, I guess it, it probably would. But do you expect reports to be like he's been around the last couple of days or did they just agree to, we'll work on a trade and get you out of here? I you mean like, did he like roll into the facility today? I don't think so. Yeah. Like yesterday they're doing walkthroughs. Like, is he there? I would, I'd be, it felt to me like given the way things went the other day, like he was just away. And you and I both said when Kyle said, oh yeah, we want him to play. And then when John said, yeah, we want him to play on Friday, like saying, I expect him to play or I think he'll play. That you're just saying what you, you know, I, I don't think anybody expected that. It would have been crazy from the play. I, I, I just think, I mean, at the time it was crazy because the story and just this has been an ongoing thing now for a couple of two and a half years or whatever with this player, with the trade. That moment when it leaked, it was done. Right. 
like it was they, they were trading him. yeah they were trading him and, and maybe they were just clearly people knew i think getting back to nbc diana athletic diana actually but when you do that i i think it really sends a signal like come real like this thing the nfl knows i mean these gms right they they know the game like this is this is no more like yeah we you can send us your backup linebacker we'll include a fifth you give us your four you know this is like let's come we're ready to make a deal like this is no we don't, we don't just want to talk on the phone and talk on the phone call us real offers and it happened pretty fast because i kept thinking that you know i could see it happening next week but i wonder if they were just like as fred warner said the other day we're fucking dials with pittsburgh you see the steelers lately you see what tomlin i mean <laughs> i don't think any team in the nfl has taken this training camp more seriously than them because I think they got momentum from last year. They finished seven and two. They got everybody back. They think Kenny Pickett. I, there's a little pressure just given that they haven't won a playoff game in a while. I, I just think they're taking the season very seriously. Not that if we went around to every camp, like they're like, yeah, this team's not really. I, I just think they are on a level that they view themselves roster wise like a top seven, eight team. That if this quarterback, we could win the fucking Super Bowl. And they have approached this training camp like, very serious. I mean, that game's going to be hard, right? Did you, did you see George? You see George last night? Pickens, Pickett, Pickens, Pickens, Pickens. Yeah, Pickens. Kenny Pickett, Pickett two Pickens. Yeah. He he. They completed a ball in their first drive that I haven't seen the Niners complete in five years. Do you think that his approach? I wonder this, because Tomlin now he's never really hit, but it feels like he's doubled down. You see, last night they asked him like, "Why are you doing this?" He's like. We don't like getting into a boxing ring without sparring first. Yeah, that's a great quote. Do you think that influenced Kyle a little bit? Like, I can't just have these guys go against these guys who have kind of been a little more dialed than me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Right? I, I, I just got to give Fred a couple series. I got to give Debo a couple series. Like, Minka's running around out there. Cam Hayward and TJ are running around out there. Like, they're going to be – this isn't going to be their first action. I'd say Trent's obviously an outlier in the Bosa situation. Clearly, John – you see, uh, Rap Sheet said like they're not even communicating. Rap Sheet said uh, Bosa knows his value, and I'm not sure how much discussion there will be. The conversation isn't very active. That was his quote. Yeah. I'll give this. I kind of appreciate that about Nick. Like they got a number, whatever that is, like 126 guaranteed. We, we're not here to negotiate. Well, I went <laughs> and looked today too, John, like uh, – the, when when Joey signed, Joey waited for Miles Garrett to sign before he signed back in 2020. Miles Garrett signed two weeks before Joey Bosa signed. And in the end, Bosa got two more million dollars. So Chris Jones, like they may just say, like, when Chris Jones signs, let us know. But, but otherwise, I, I, you better pay us like way more than Chris Jones is going to get. I don't know if he's going to get his third contract, Chris Jones is going to get like $120 million. Yeah, I, I don't think so either, but I just wonder when I went and looked and saw that Joey Bosa waited two weeks past Miles Garrett for two more million dollars. I do think that I do think the Chiefs look at it a little Andy dropped the train goes on. The 49ers have not dropped that. <laughs> the, the train is waiting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think I think I think the Chiefs are looking at it a little differently. And I don't even know if Chris Jones, I don't know if they're directly correlated. Though in Chris Jones' mind, it might be, right? In fairness to him, why would he? I've been doing this longer. I've been winning. I'm your best defensive player. Why would I make any less than him? Yeah, Chris, because he's a better player than you yeah. right now. Well, last year, I, I think they were clearly the two best defensive players. Yeah. Uh, I, you said it. I mean, the pressure, 
was already big because their expectations are high. But but he wasn't gonna play. But he wasn't gonna play anyway. Are you talking about Trey? Yeah, I'm just talking about the pressure on the 49ers for their quarterbacks to be good. The 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 issue with Trey, the whole thing, as bad as it was, ultimately doesn't matter as long as one of these guys is their quarterback moving forward. Uh, here's what I would say: There's a tier in the NFC, right? The 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 Eagles, which is based on the way win and loss happened last year in January. Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. I think the pressure on all three is fucking extreme. Because even in Philly, even if you win the, just the way that Howie thinks, the way that City thinks, elite pressure. It's different than the Niners, right? But it's like, I would say anything less than an NFC championship would be uh, appearance would be viewed as an all-time failure for that team. So their pressure is high. They just paid the quarterback. The Niners, I feel like for the last couple of years, they've had elite pressure on them, and they've just kind of found ways to answer the bell. And the Cowboys are just, you know, the biggest brand in the league. They're good now. I, I think they got to, you know, can they make it to an NFC championship? I, I think all three kind of fall in the same pool of just it's hot in the fucking kitchen, and they're all in it. Yeah. For different yeah. reasons, right? But, I mean, but – yeah, I mean, but but two guys, two of those three teams have a quarterback that, you know, there is no question about who their quarterback is five years from now, three years from now with those two, right? The Niners are in a different boat. Jalen for sure, Dak, you know. Yeah, I know, no, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, maybe you could say we're sure it will be one of these guys or Kirk in two or three years. I just don't think the Niners are in the paying a quarterback a lot of money business right now. Well, they can't afford to be, even if they wanted to be. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, uh, no GFF grades tonight for Trey. Thanks. This team, has there ever been a team consistently this good that is this just bizarre sometimes? I don't know. I mean, probably, yes. The cow. I mean. Cowboys. Things used to be more bizarre, probably. And, but, but, like, these guys do things that seem – dysfunctional i feel like the nfc kind of carries the league with drama because like what's really going on with like the chiefs or even the bills like Diggs wants out like okay let's uh, let's be real you're not going right but what's the Bengals pretty boring it's like oh you know joe's walking around now yeah now that the raiders have bowed down the drama yeah i feel like the afc is pretty boring it's just like the cowboys and niners on a daily basis i'm I'm expecting the headline arrest trade they trade with each other (laughs) for trey lance Jerry, Wild. Kyle, you know, Jed, feds are coming after him. You just never know. Wow. Uh, and this is like uh, what people are walking into. NFL trades don't usually happen. Now, I know it's a preseason game, but basically three hours before a game. Like there's going to be a bunch of number five jerseys in the building today. No, I've, I've had a lot of people text me. They don't see a lot of Trey Lance jerseys. I don't know if his jersey was ever a big seller. I'm not trying to shit on the kid, but like, no, I know you're be, not. Let's just be real. Like, he was I, I, never. But, but it's, I'm not specifically making the, I'm just making the point about like, it's, I wonder if I'm not there tonight. You're not there tonight. If it'll feel weird tonight in that building, I think it might be a little weird at first. Even though I was at practice the other day and I told you, you asked me, is it weird there? I said, I feel weird. I don't think they feel weird. Yeah, I, I do not think they think that it's weird that a guy that was never going to play and a lot of their players don't think is that good is going to be weird. It'll be weird, like, what's going – but it's not weird to them. Like Fred Warner, I, I just don't think any of them care. That's the thing. 
none of their guys have really publicly come out and say, this guy's getting a raw deal. This guy, this guy's got it. And they have done that over and over. Like they went to the mat for Jimmy, the player they last year fucking threw their body in front of Brock Purdy to prop him up. They've never done that for Trey. Why? They haven't specifically told me this, but I mean, I've always theorized they don't think he's very good. And this is foot. This is pro football. This isn't they, like high school where you got to be nice to the guy. You got to pay twenty-seven million dollars, twenty-eight if you round up. They've had a couple years to, you know, since this started for somebody to step up and be like, "Oh, I, I didn't realize all you guys were saying he's not good enough to be our starting quarterback. Let me fix that perception for you." Right? That's never happened. I only got I only got a couple percent, so my phone could die. But I'm I'll end on this. If you're Fred Warner, or some of these guys. And you've gone through ups and downs in your career. A lot of those guys showed up when the team wasn't as good. He made a ton of money, more than everyone except like Nick Bosa, right, through a couple years because of where he was drafted. He's told he gets bad news and he immediately leaves. I wonder if internally, like, what what would you do if you're like, pick a player who's played on the team for a while? What would your first reaction be? Bye. Adios, but but also like I, I don't think you would respect it. They've all had hard conversations. They've all been told stuff in that team. That that team is, I would say, pretty candid when it comes to football. And he just took off. The guy that got well, paid the most without doing the less or doing yeah, the least. I, one thing I will say this. One thing I wonder, and then you should keep that phone from exploding in your hand. Is it might also have it might not have been Trey storming out. It might have been Trey's agent saying, "Guys, we're requesting a trade, and and I'm instructing Trey to leave." Right. I don't like see why that would, I, what, wouldn't that have come out given the the information flowing. Yeah, I mean the Niners have. Uh, yeah, you would think. I felt Kyle was pretty just. He just said, "Yeah, you needed a second. <laughs> Which is time. not really the. I mean, you could have covered for him a little bit more. I don't know how. But, but, but this really is, no gets way back to, to what it. you said. They were t- they were over it. They did not yeah. care. <laughs> they were tired of handholding, of worrying about massaging a relationship. Like it was done because he done. brought no value in done. their eyes to them as a player. Yeah, it's been done. It got done pretty fast for a guy that didn't play and is a good guy. Yeah, Things all, don't all, generally end that quickly in the NFL. All-time all time draft with. I mean, and quarterback <laughs> things end really fast. If he becomes a star, do the Niners get any credit? Well, that's why I said jokingly to Sam Esfendiari on Twitter yesterday because he said something, and I was like, well, if Darnold becomes a star and Trey becomes a star, Kyle's like, I, I know QBs. I just can't keep them all. Of course, I'm I'm kidding. But no, they don't get credit if he becomes a star. They do not. They get zero credit. They can't say we knew it. I think they get a little, just, you know, even James Wiseman, blue chip, now five star. Now you're just. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, my phone's about to die. All right, later. Good work, Middlecoff. Good to see you.